are listening to the Christian Bookworm Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. I show up here to talk to you about all things bookish and to share fiction, nonfiction, and children's book recommendations written by and for Christians. I love reading good books, and I love helping you find good books, too. Let's dive in. This is episode 39, and I mean it when I say that I am so glad you are here. You can find the links to all the books and anything else I talk about today on our show notes page, authorskbell.com slash p slash show notes dot html. Okay, bookworms, I have an episode coming up that I really would like to do. Um, I would like to focus on your reader recommendations, and so far I have only received two, and I need a lot more than that to pull this off. So you, yes, you, I do mean you, please take a moment to think about what is a great Christian book I have really enjoyed and think other people might enjoy as well. I want fiction or nonfiction or children's, that doesn't matter to me. I want to know about a Bible study or a devotional or a Christian living or a historical fiction or a fantasy or a contemporary romance or a middle grade or a picture book or a board book, anything. I want to know about a book that you've enjoyed and think other people would enjoy too. So please let me know. You can just simply email it to me, skbell36 at gmail.com. Um, you are welcome to message me on Goodreads where I am skbell. And of course, I will link to that in the show notes. Or for extra fun, if you are open to it, I would love for you to record a little voice message for the show. You can share your recommendation in your own words, in your own voice. You can go to anchor.fm slash thechristianbookworm slash message. You don't have to have any special equipment. You can record it right from your phone. It'll sound just fine, and I would love, um, however you choose to do it, I would love your recommendations to share on the show. Um, I don't even actually remember if I've talked about this before on the podcast. Um, hopefully I have, but if I haven't, I want to remind you all that this, if you're listening in real time, this coming Saturday, April 30th, is Independent Bookstore Day. Um, I believe it falls on the last Saturday of every April, I think is how they do it, and this year... Um, 2022. It is Saturday, April 30th. This is a really fun day for my family. Not every bookstore celebrates it or even knows about it. Um, So when I go to a bookstore that doesn't seem to know about it, I always tell them because um, I think it's a great marketing tool for bookstores anyway. But just in general, um, it's a really fun time. I think the best time we had was when we were in Bozeman, Montana. We went, we always like to check out bookstores when we travel. It's just fun for us anyway. And we went into, um, I think it's called the Country Bookshelf, which is a really cute little bookstore anyways. But um, as we came around the corner, we're walking up to it and the sidewalk was decorated. They had some really cool sidewalk chalk um, creations saying it was Independent Bookstore Day. We went inside. I think they were serving like cookies and lemonade or punch or something as well. And um, they just, it was like a really fun atmosphere. They had um, the author Jeannie Brett was there. So we got her picture book, Wild About Bears. And it has my, she signed it with each of my kids' names and a really little custom drawing of a bear she did just for them. So that's kind of special. And um, we got to listen to her chat and answer questions about writing and illustrating books. So it was just in general a really good time. 
And it's a major sacrifice on my part, but I do also um, try to buy a book <laughs> from these independent bookstores. That was a joke, if you couldn't tell. It is not a sacrifice. It is uh, my great joy. So it's a it's a really fun time. And even if it's a store who doesn't know about it or doesn't celebrate it, um, it's just fun for my family anyways because we like bookstores. So we kind of have our, our little um, tradition. It tends to fall right around my birthday because my birthday is at the end of April. So we kind of make it like a birthday weekend type thing and we go find a new to us bookstore that we have not yet explored and we just go check it out and hopefully celebrate with them but if not we just celebrate on our own and buy a book so if you um, get a chance I would love to encourage you to go run in and go check out or support your favorite whatever but do something um, for independent bookstore day Saturday the 30th and I would love to hear about it um, let me know about your bookstore that you go to I, I just I love bookstores so tell me all about it okay last thing before we dive into books today and this is um, really exciting for me but I feel kind of nervous telling you about it so um, I don't know how many of you are here because of Instagram um, some of you I know are new. Some of you have been following me since long before then. I've been blogging for a really long time. And um, in 2019 and 2020, um, my Instagram account, which I no longer have, by the way, but my Instagram account started getting um, a lot bigger and getting a lot more attention because I was really committed to um, sharing positive messages, inspiring message that um, I just, I really, it was such a deep desire for me to help other people find peace and find their way toward healing. Um, and I want you to notice my words there. It's not my intention to heal you because I can't do that. I am not God. I am not Jesus, but I can help point you in the right direction because I've been through it myself. And um, I think that resonated with a lot of people. And I'm hesitant to say this because I don't want to sound um, like I'm tooting my own horn or anything, but I got a lot of messages and emails. And even from people I knew in person, I got some um, private text messages um, saying, you know, hey, listen, like, please don't tell anyone about this. But I have been going through this thing and your messages have, you know, made me realize that I have a problem and I want to get help. Um, or, you know, and, and people I never knew people I've never met were messaging me and I was praying really hard every single day, um, you know, for help spreading these messages. And, and I know that God was giving me so much, um, I don't even know the right word, but I, I know that God was giving me these powerful things to say, and um, it was a really cool experience, and then it felt like it was time to close up shop on Instagram, and so I did. I deleted it and um, moved on, and since then, I have had quite a few people tell me, uh, people I know in person, and a few people um, who just I know through Instagram have told me, you know, oh, I'm in, I really miss that, I really miss those messages. Um, and so I try to share them here on the podcast, but it's not quite the same when it's not in written format because writing is my um, stronger gift. That definitely is my gift. Speaking is not as much writing is. And um, so for, gosh, over two years now, I have been working on a book that I hope will be instrumental in 
bringing that same light and that same um, comfort and and peace and, and direction toward healing. And it's been, I mean, it's been a really, I don't think I've ever worked on a project as long as I've worked on this one. And you're going to laugh when you see it because, um, it's pretty short. (laughs) It's a pretty short book, but it's especially short considering how long I have been working on it. But it is, um, I'm finally coming to a close on this chapter, and I'm excited to say that um, I will actually be able to release it this year. It's looking like October is going to be our release date. So I just wanted to um, share that because I'm excited about it, and um, hopefully... Some of you will be excited about that with me. It's definitely been a really long road, and um, I think it's going to do good things. I've been just praying about it all along, and I just wanted to ask you if you would add to your prayer request list, if you would please pray for it too. It's really important to me that um, this is essentially God's book and that he borrows my fingers and um, that's what I pray for each time I pray for it and I would love for you to pray for that too. I want to stay out of his way. I, I definitely know with absolute certainty that I have gotten in his way like a lot um, in the process of this one in particular um, and I think because I'm so excited about it and I'm so passionate about this subject but this book has been like 10 different books that it just keeps morphing. And I think that I'm finally, I finally have the book that God actually initially was asking me to write. And, um, and that's embarrassing to say that. And I certainly wasn't intending to be disobedient or anything like that along the way. Um, but I definitely, I know for sure I was, um, influenced by outside sources in terms of like how to put it together and lay it out. And, um, there's just been a lot of factors. So, um, if you would just please pray with me that I would, um, do this thing right and, and get it done to God's desires and specifications. Um, that would really mean a lot to me, but anyway, um, I think that's it. So let's talk books. For fiction today, I want to talk to you about one of those kind of dramatic, um, emotionally intense or emotionally, not intense, emotionally gripping novels I tend to really like to read. This one is More Than We Remember by Christina Suzanne Nelson. So this author has definitely come out with some other books since this one, and I actually have not read those, even though I intend to, but um, my to-be-read list is really super long, as I know um, probably all of you can <laughs> relate to, or at least most of you can probably relate to, and it just hasn't happened yet. So eventually I will, I will check those out, but for now I can at least tell you that this particular book, I really enjoyed this one. This is a book told from three perspectives. Um, so we have, uh, a woman whose husband was just involved in a car accident that did take the other driver's life. We have um, the police officer who's working on this case, and we have, um, I believe she is a former therapist, and she's just kind of thrown into um, her neighbor's sudden, uh, I'm going to say drama, because her neighbors are um, the family who's the father or husband was just involved in that car accident. Um, So their lives are all three, you know, kind of twisted, melded together in that way. And they are also all three dealing with separate issues 
on top of that. Um, you know, each of the uh, women has, um, two of them have families and they have um, other family dramas happening and then our um, the other person is single but she's got some other stuff going on and there's just a whole lot to it but it never feels like too much in my opinion it never felt like too much to keep track of or um, too much to you know it just it never overwhelmed me or anything I was so invested in all three characters and and quite a few of the side characters as well um, I really wanted to see this thing through. I wanted to see it play out. There were definitely a few different things. You know, I thought there was going to be a certain twist, and then there wasn't, and I thought maybe this thing might happen, and then it didn't. And so it wasn't a mystery, but it sort of had that mystery feel um, at parts, not the whole way through, but at times. This one, just like I say, this is exactly the type of book I love to read. I love multiple perspectives. I love seeing real-life relationships and real-life struggles and seeing people persevere. If you like a lot of the contemporary Christian fiction that I tend to recommend, I would definitely encourage you to check this one out. And then in terms of like how squeaky clean and how Christian it is, I can't honestly remember um, how much of a thread of faith or spirituality there was in there, um, just if I'm being completely honest. Um, for cleanliness, I mean, of course, our subject matter is kind of intense in some of the scenes, but it, overall, I would say, um, it's not the super sweet, squeaky clean, um, like certain historical fiction or Amish fiction novels can be. It's, it's not going to be that sweet and, um, gentle, if you will, but it's, it's definitely wholesome. I mean, I don't remember, again, it's been a while, but I don't remember anything glaringly, um, shocking in terms of characters' behaviors or um, anything like that. There's definitely one thing, um, I'll just say like the car accident, and it's not really a spoiler to say that there's some substance abuse um, questions surrounding it, but again, I mean, I think that's, oh, I hope I'm not steering you wrong on this one. I think that that's all that there really was um, that was, you know, inappropriate, if you will. But it is really good. So definitely, if um, if you're not afraid of anything like that, definitely check it out. Okay, for nonfiction, I actually um, had to jump up on the list because I'm so excited about the book that I just finished listening to as an audiobook last week. I just really wanted to um, push it up to the top of the list, which is always a good sign. So this is the book Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. I have never read anything by this author before. I actually, I don't know who she is. I, um... I probably should have looked her up, but I didn't. Um, so this author is totally new to me. Um, this I just was looking for an audiobook. I wanted to do nonfiction. This one happened to be available and the right number of hours, so I went for it. Um, also a reminder, because I do get asked um, fairly frequently, so for audiobooks, um, I, for the most part, I just use Libby. This is my library's um you know, it's like Overdrive, but Libby is, it's essentially the same thing. I use Libby. I just use these library books. They are free to me, and they're completely free because there is no late fees. Um, it'll just return the book on you even if you're not done yet, um, which is, you know, good and bad. Sometimes I'd rather pay 25 cents <laughs> than have to wait in line again, but um, for the most part, I'm able to finish books on time, so it's not a big deal. Um, sometimes I also will use um, LibriVox for, like, 
older classics. If I'm looking for certain things that are on um, the Good and the Beautiful book list, some of those are on there. So I'll listen to that too, but that's um, Volunteer Red. And it's sometimes people will have a thick accent or it's not, I mean, it's not high production quality, but it's another free way to listen to audiobooks. Anyway, moving forward. So Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. I knew nothing about it going into it other than that. I had, you know, seen a few um, people talk about it on Instagram back in the day. So I wasn't totally sure what to expect. I figured it would primarily be talking about um, anxiety, and I was feeling a little bit anxious about something um, going on in my personal life. And not, I mean, it wasn't like a big anxiety thing, just a kind of unease. And I thought, well, maybe this will be helpful. And it turned out to not necessarily be um, focused on that, but to just be so cool. I love the human body. I love human anatomy. I love brain science. And she talks a whole lot about brain science in this one and um, how we can essentially like retrain our brains to be focused on the things that God wants for us rather than anxieties about things in the world or um, frustrations or, you know, she calls them toxic thought spirals. It was a really powerful read. Um, I've read a lot of books on this subject, and um, so I feel like I can say because of that, I felt like it was really good. It was informational. It was packed full of a lot of good stuff that I did already know, but there were also some new things in there that I didn't know yet, and it was so refreshing to see it written about from a Christian perspective. Normally, it's written as just kind of a, like, be positive kind of perspective. Um, This was a book that definitely was very much written from a Christian perspective, and I was so happy about that. And, um, you know, what I'm talking about with these messages, sharing healing messages and stuff, um, this book is such a powerful um, way to get into that for yourself as well. So if you're working on anything, if you're trying to heal any um, emotional or behavioral flaws in yourself, if you have certain things that you think about all the time that stress you out or bum you out or scare you or anything like that, um, definitely give this one a chance because I think this book was so cool. I am absolutely going to read it again. Um, Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. My children's book recommendation today is one that I just finished a couple days ago. This was sent to me by Moody Publishers. I did not have to talk about it on the podcast, but I wanted to because I really liked it, and I think a lot of you would be happy with this as well. This is, I'm going to call it a middle grade Bible study. So this is, it's geared toward tween girls. Um, We're probably looking at, like, I think ages, like, 11, 12, maybe 13. I think this is kind of the um, ideal age range for this one. And it is a Bible study in the traditional sense. Um, I think this would work really great as a group book. Did I even say what it's called yet? This is Miriam Becoming a Girl of Courage by Dana Gresh. My apologies. Um, Anyway, I think this would work really great in a group setting. If you have a youth group or a girls club or if you wanted to say, hey, after Sunday school, we want to invite any girls who are interested to stay and do this, you know, Bible study for the next few weeks. I think that would work great. Um, It's a six chapter um, book. So uh, along with the introduction, you know, maybe you would do like a seven or eight week study. I think that could work awesome. However, I also think this makes for just a fine read um, individually or maybe with. Um, 
a girl and her parent or her aunt or her grandmother or some, you know, trusted adult. Um, I think it's a pretty versatile book in that sense. Two friends could do it together, whatever. I don't think it's necessarily, um, you know, some books it's like it works great as a Bible study, but it's kind of annoying to try to read it on your own because like every few lines is, you know, discuss it with the group. And um, this is not like that. I think this would be awesome either way. I think the overall tone of this one is really fun. It definitely has a great, I think tweens are going to love the tone in this one, um, but it's still really informative and um, I, I learned something. I think that's always, you know, a really good sign and so I definitely enjoyed this one. I also um, wanted to say that the scripture is um, included in it, which as an adult, it doesn't matter to me because I'm happy to pull out my Bible. I actually always do just automatically but as a teenager and a tween for whatever reason I think it just felt too much like schoolwork and it bothered me and I wanted the scripture to just be included in the book so in this case it is but you of course could pull out your own bible as well um, for example like if you prefer a different translation the translation she uses for scripture here is new living translation and english standard version so um again you know I think um, pretty much just girls. I mostly think that most books can be read by males and females, but this one really is definitely kind of geared toward just, um, girls of that kind of middle grade age range, but a really good read again by herself with a group, with a friend, with a parent or some other trusted adult, Miriam Becoming a Girl of Courage by Dana Gresh. That is our show today, Bookworms. Thank you so much, as always, for being here and for listening. I just want to remind you that I mean it when I say that I pray for you. I really do pray for you. And I just want to say that you are a joy bringer. You are also really great at bringing light into other people's days, whether you feel like it's true or it isn't. It absolutely is. From the people you live with to the people that you work with to the people who bag your groceries or hand you your library books, sharing a smile saying, you know, I really liked the way you did your hair today. There's so many things that you can say that you can do that can completely turn around another person's day. And I just wanted to remind you of that, not only because I want you to, because I think it's great, but also because isn't that amazing that God equipped each of us with the ability to create just like he did. He created this amazing universe and everything in it. And maybe we can't quite do that, but we can create pockets of joy. Why? Because he lives in us. And it may sound silly, but I'm going to take you back to when you were a little kid and remind you about that little light of yours. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine and let it shine and help other people to find the light in themselves too. Again, want to ask you for those reader recommendations. If you would please email them to me, skbell36 at gmail.com or message me on Goodreads or leave a message for the show, anchor.fm slash the Christian bookworm slash message. I want to know about a book that you have enjoyed and think other Christians might enjoy as well. In the meantime, connect with me online. My blog is always the best place, especially if you subscribe because on top of getting book lists and any other fun bookish things I talk about, I also post my YouTube videos and my podcast episodes there. So if you follow me on the blog, you can find absolutely everything I do over there. 
That's authorskbell.com. You can also follow me on YouTube. My channel is The Christian Bookworm. You can also find me on Goodreads where I am SK Bell. And you can see all kinds of fun bookish things I have pinned on Pinterest. I am Author SK Bell. I think that's everything. I hope you have a great day today, bookworms. And I hope that at some point involves you curling up with a good book. See you next time. Mm -hmm.